This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Well, we're back. Glad you could join us for the second hour of the program. It's Kelly and Rumya. Appreciate you being with us. I'm at the Home Studio London, Ontario. And filling in for Rum today is Grant Hardy. He's at the, quote, Home Studio, unquote, in Vancouver. And we're bringing you today's edition of the program. Thanks for being with us, ladies and gentlemen. Um, on Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, Grant, of course, we get to visit with our community reporters. Mm-hmm. Always wonderful because they tell us about so much stuff that's going on in the different areas. And uh, it's always fun to visit with them. I noticed today we've got Annette Dennis with us from London, Ontario, who is our South, Southern Ontario community reporter. I think I've been lying in that. I keep saying you're our Southwestern Ontario reporter, so your territory is expanding. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's all right. I, I That's all right. More, I more things, too. Said, Oh, more thing, more territory. So then when we say, what do you have for us to say? Well, guys, I don't really have a lot. How can you not have a lot? You have a huge area. <laughs> you know, that's just a setup for the host to be able to run, you know, give you the gears, you know. Welcome yeah. back. So there, there's, there's no pressure. <laughs> no pressure at all, yeah. <laughs> there's never, no, right? Good to be back. <laughs> that's right. Well, thank you. It's uh, wonderful. We missed your last report, so it's great. We'll get you back on the bicycle and riding. Let's start with your first one, Story in the longhouse yeah so this event is scheduled to take place on sunday february 24th from 1 until 3 p.m and this is happening at the scudado village which is long longwoods road conservation area which is 8348 longwoods road in mount bridges ontario which is just a stone's throw from delaware ontario um, and folks are encouraged to, they can come in between 12.30 and 1 just to get into the village to kind of get settled in uh, for the event itself. Um, so basically what's happening is uh, folks are invited to come and relax inside the longhouse. They can sit by the fire um, and just immerse themselves in the, the simple winter tradition of storytelling. And for this day, the storyteller will be Tom. His name is Tom, Thomas Martell, and he is actually their community educator. And um, from, so from 1 to 115, it's going to be kind of an opening ceremony. The storytelling is from 115 to 245, and then the last 15 minutes will kind of be a closing ceremony. And they do encourage, her, even though there will be a fire, folks can, can gather around. They encourage people to dress for the weather. And if they want to bring blankets, uh, sleeping bags, um, a foldable chair if you have them, and as well as a drink, um, yeah. And and also they one of the things they're they're encouraging folks to to try out is encouraging them to bring something to do with their hands while they're listening because this is traditionally what happened historically. Uh, families would gather in the longhouse around the fire and listen to the storyteller and they would take the opportunity to you know repair repair traps snares right. um mm. tools they they hem clothing they'd make toys um you know baby clothes that sort of thing so kind of um kind of an interest, interesting thing to kind of kind of immerse yourself in for the afternoon i love it i i i just love the idea of the storytelling what you'll learn i love that these little things like bring something to fix Bring something to be, you know, get comfortable. Um, I like that it's in the winter. 
And this is something that you would do because obviously, hey, we're not outside a lot. It's a cold day, but we want to invite everyone, everyone in um, out of that time of fishing or hunting or anything like that, going and checking traps and stuff. When we think back to the days um, and, and, and being able to open the longhouse for everybody to gather uh, and listen to the stories of elders and so on. Um, I, Annette, did they, any ideas of the kinds of stories we would hear? I, I'm really curious of how, whether they're modern more stories or stories of grandfather, great, great, great grandfather told the story of, or this happened at this point in, in history. That's actually a really good question. Um, the, it wasn't I, until I you wonder. were mentioning, I don't know if the storyteller, I, I my, my instinct tells me is that it might be a bit of both, um, yeah, melding the, the historic and, uh, you know, from the elders, you know, bygone times with the current, uh, the current, and I don't um, think we're supposed to know. Like, if you went during the time of, I don't think there's there's nothing put up outside. Hey, come listen to the story at one thirty of this. The story of Grant and Kelly at uh, you know one forty five. <laughs> it's it's. I I think it's meant to be. And who knows if the storyteller shares that, they, or if it's the belief yeah. of no, you'll know when you're there. Well, I know I've been to events and involved in organizing events, and we've invited community members. Um, to come and do the opening closing ceremonies. And the, 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 the women and men I've met um, that come to our events or, you know, they're just, the storytelling is amazing. And I find it really resonates. Um, yes. I think in just the culture, they're amazing storytellers. And mm -hmm. um, it really, uh. and I think they always manage to meld it into and weave a story that is kind of important for, for you know, today as well. Yes. So yeah, I love that, yeah. Storytelling events are they're, they're some of my favorite events, honestly. They're just so inclusive and fun and interesting and, and learn about so many different people and cultures as well. So it seems like a great thing to check out. And to step uh, back in today's modern day. And I will say quickly that um, there, if the weather permits, they will have snowshoeing available. You can rent them for $8. And that's right at the Scanadu Museum. And the museum will be open that day from 10 a.m. to 1 if folks want to. And it's just $5 to park your car, and that gets the car load in to participate. And if folks want the details, they can just uh, search stories in the longhouse and get all the information. Sorry. <laughs> Fantastic. That's great. Uh, we've got some really cool topics today. You know, there's, there's this webinar sort of fatigue on, like, five tips on how to save 50 cents on your taxes, whatever. But this is a webinar that I think everyone is going to be stoked about. I'm really kind of pumped about this. The Donkey Sanctuary of Canada webinar. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, what's not to love about donkeys, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so they, they actually have they have two, um, two scheduled that folks can choose from. There's one Saturday, February 24th in the afternoon and Wednesday, February 29th in the evening. And they're just 45 minutes. And just a bit of background, the Donkey Sanctuary Canada, basically they rescue and rehabilitate donkeys and mules and hinnies who have been neglected, abused, or otherwise need, need sanctuary. Um, and they also provide resources, education to the public, because I think there's a lot of, of, of things that people, it's a really a misunderstood sort of creature. Um, mm -hmm. and, and as they say, say donkeys, they, they hail from desert uh, roots, so you know they face obviously some unique challenges here in Canada, um, and so basically this webinar, um, they're just going to touch on the myths um, that often kind of 
re result in some of these these situations where donkeys need to be rescued because people don't know how to take care of them and you know they kind of get a bad rap so that's what this webinar is basically to give a for folks who know about donkeys or don't uh, just a basically a good basic knowledge of of this misunderstood creature and why they sometimes why the sanctuary is so important um yeah so it sounds oh, like totally. a really interesting yeah totally it's like we think we're so sort of animal positive and and savvy here but we only really know and appreciate the animals that we interact with on a day-to-day -day basis but there's so many just really cool and misunderstood animals like donkeys that I've, I've just never really thought or learned a lot about so i, I like remember a couple years benefit. oh absolutely and they're located just outside of guelph so fairly near london you know and toronto and um I remember seeing a video it went viral a few years ago and it keeps resurfacing and it's I think it's a, a young girl who maybe in her early teens I think had rescued or was taking care of a, a donkey and he was over the other side of the paddock and when he saw her approach he just went insane and started calling and he went running up to her mm -hmm. and cuddling her and I went oh you know it's one of those animal uh, videos where you're just like oh my gosh so they sound like amazing creatures so if folks want to register they can just email kayla k-a-y-l-a at the donkey sanctuary.ca and just let her know which which one you want to um you know to take part in or just if awesome. you go to their website the donkey sanctuary mm -hmm. you can find out lots of information including sponsoring one for a year oh that's something I like doing yeah Ooh. Very cool. Okay, Annette, I want to squeeze your last one, and we've got about two and a bit minutes. Uh, this goes sort of circling back to storytelling, but in a different yeah. way. Marilyn Lystone reads. Yeah, so I just it came across this um, recently, and for those who may be familiar, I needed a bit of reminding, but she um, is a Canadian actress, stage, the big screen, the small screen, um, and then she also has a radio show called Nocturne on uh, the new classical mm -hmm. FM, and during the pandemic, um, she started, they started a podcast of her basically reading classic literature. She started out with Jane Eyre and she's currently reading Sense and Sensibility and it, it they dropped uh, twice a week. And so some of the segments are maybe 30 minutes, some are an hour, depending how, you know, I guess how, how she wants to get through. So yeah, just something for those who, I know you guys talk about audiobooks and audio plays and everything. So I thought this was something a little bit different, you know, with a Canadian um, you know, actress uh, putting putting bringing these characters and, and um, novels to life. So there's quite an interesting, a lot of classics. She did a Christmas Carol, which apparently she does quite frequently in, you know, I think it's in Toronto at some of the churches. She's been doing that for a while. So she does Anne of Green Gables, and folks might get the connection there. So um, really a nice um, group of, of novels that she's working on. So yeah, I am. Um... Go, go ahead, go ahead. Grant. Oh, no, no, no. Just, yeah, Anne of Green Gables, my, one of my favorite, if not my favorite Canadian. I, I started oh, listening ahead, to it, and I could almost picture, you know, the, whether you watch the series, the one from the 80s, which she was in, um, yes. the miniseries, or the current one. The, it's amazing how the novel, um, you can almost picture the movies and stuff like that, yeah. Well, and some people sit on the fence as to wanting a narrator to be the writer, the a, a, an actual professional narrator or how do we feel about having multiple voices or actors and you know i do like my narrated books with multiple narrators for sure sometimes i find the actors we we may play too much unless we 
read enough in that sense and make the, the difference or have the experience. Even, even a radio actor might not necessarily be the way. It really depends on the book, but um, I've seen these advertised, and uh, this is really cool. And like you said, Annette, it was born at a time when we needed this kind of thing during the pandemic. So thanks for reminding mm-hmm. us of her and the podcast. Appreciate you, uh, you bringing One of the good forward. things and, out of the pandemic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so many, and I love when we find these things because lest we forget, right? And some of those wonderful changes. Thanks, Annette. Hey, nice talking to you guys. Take care. Uh, Annette Dennis, our Southern Ontario community reporter, uh, joining us as community reporters do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays. They visit us on the program once a month to deliver their reports. Up next, the Lions Foundation of Canada Guide Dogs of, uh, excuse me, the Lions Foundation of Canada's Guide Dog are looking for volunteers who have type 1 diabetes to participate in a very interesting program. Devin Wilkins, after the break, will share more. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. Hi, I'm Ramya Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.